Peckham World Weekly is brought to you by Open Mortgage, where better is possible. Be sure to click on their banner on this page or visit openmortgage.com forward slash join hyphen us. Defining a Heckam eligible surviving non-borrowing spouse, Dan Holquist enlightens us. Truehold, is it a true sales leaseback alternative? And more signs of a troubled housing market are emerging. These are your top reverse mortgage news stories for the week of April 11th. You're listening to Heckam World Weekly, the nation's only weekly podcast for you, the reverse mortgage professional. Most of us think that we understand what a Heckam non-borrowing spouse is or the definition, and you may be aware that there is an eligible or ineligible deferral period following the death or incapacity of the borrowing spouse. In Dan Holtquist's submitted column in Reverse Mortgage Daily, he enlightens us to another special and very specific non-borrowing spouse. That is the eligible surviving non-borrowing spouse. Note the word eligible. Now, this is very specific. It's a designation only allowed or applicable for surviving spouses where the reverse mortgage was originated before August 4th, 2014. Now, Dan shares a story that really drives the point home of this particular status. He said a distraught caller reached out to a close friend of his, Kevin Newfeld. He's very experienced reverse mortgage professional. The gentleman didn't qualify for a reverse. There was no equity left, but he recognized, Kevin did, that the caller was in distress after the loss of his wife, and he asked me to look into the specifics of the case. An attorney had actually advised the caller that he was going to lose the home. And faced with homelessness after the loss of his wife, it's understandable why the man was having trouble eating or even sleeping. So Dan asked the question, can this man remain in the home? He wasn't a borrower on the loan. He wasn't on title and there's no equity left. And he was not named as a non-borrowing spouse in the loan documents. Most Heckin professionals would conclude, no, the man is not eligible for non-borrowing spouse protections. And most in our industry are unaware that non-borrowing spouses qualify for a deferral of the due and payable status of the loan after the death or incapacity of their spouse or the last borrower. And very few are aware of the eligible surviving non-borrowing spouse. Holquist points out that regulations created in 2015 and then expanded in 2021 created that designation of the eligible surviving non-borrowing spouse as a protection for widows and widowers who may be in distress and that protects spouses again prior to the original non-borrowing spouse reforms of 2014, so before August 4th, 2014. Now, where does this come from? The answer is Mortgagee Letter 2015-15, and it reads in part, when a HECM assigned a case number before August 4th, 2014, reaches 98% of the maximum claim amount prior to the death of the last surviving borrower, In the mortgagee, that's the lender, exercises their option to assign the HECM to the secretary. The mortgagee or lender must notify the borrower that if the borrower is married to a non-borrowing spouse, the non-borrowing spouse may be eligible for a deferral period provided that the non-borrowing spouse qualifies as an eligible surviving non-borrowing spouse and all conditions and requirement of a deferral period are met and continue to be met. Now that is quite a mouthful, but Holtquist asked the gentleman these four questions. Was the loan originated before August 4th, 2014? The answer was yes. Was he married to his wife prior to the origination of the loan, and did he remain married to her? Again, the answer was yes. Has he resided in the property for the duration of the loan? Again, the answer was yes. And was the loan assigned to HUD? 
Again, the answer was yes. In this case, the loan had already been assigned to HUD, but in cases where it is not, then the mortgagee or the lender has an option to assign it to HUD through a process that we call MO, that is mortgagee optional election. But answering yes to all four questions should allow him to remain in the home. And guess what, folks? He did. He was overwhelmed with joy and relief at all the hard work that had been done. And uh, Mr. Holquist, you've done a very good thing for a man who needed help in his most dire hour. There's a new kid on the block when it comes to lending in the Kansas City area. Truehold has helped more than 100 residents access some of their equity and remain in their home. And that has been done through a new product of theirs. Truehold residents complete a sales leaseback and then they immediately gain access to much of the wealth or cash that's in their home. They use that money for a variety of reasons, many that we see in reverse mortgages. And those who feel burdened by the ownership sells leaseback provides them an alternative to downsizing or going into senior living. And looking at the company's website, it says they take care of the maintenance of the property and taxes and insurance for the homeowner as part of the monthly rent. That means they have fewer hassles. A very interesting product, one you may want to investigate. For while heckin' professionals would never offer such a loan, it's always good to be aware of the new developments in equity release products here in the U.S. Today's podcast, Heckin' World Weekly, is brought to you by Open Mortgage, where better is possible. To learn more, go to openmortgage.com forward slash join hyphen us to learn about the open mortgage way of doing business. Seasonally adjusted mortgage loan applications were down 6.3% last week from just the week earlier. And the Mortgage Bankers Association seasonally adjusted index of mortgage apps for home purchases was down 3%. And the index of mortgage refinances was down 10% from a week earlier and 62% from a year ago. According to a recent column in the street, this could be a sign that the housing market is not only souring, but may continue to do so. A recent paper released from the Dallas Federal Reserve website says they're seeing evidence of a, quote, brewing U.S. housing bubble, and they're noting surging prices. There is a growing concern that the U.S. housing prices are again becoming unhinged from fundamentals, said the researchers in the paper. I would say they're becoming unhinged from reality. In fact, they already are. Bloomberg colonist Connor Sen also sees trouble in the housing market. If you want to know what stagflation looks like, check out the housing market, he wrote. The conditions that existed during the 1970s, high inflation and stagnant output, are already happening in this segment of the U.S. economy. Folks, I share this with you just so you're aware of what we might have coming down the pike when it comes to U.S. home prices. That concludes another episode of Heckam World Weekly. Be sure to come back next week and every week for reverse mortgage news that you can catch on the go. Apple users can listen and subscribe in iTunes. And each and every Monday, we have our latest breaking video commentary and analysis, the industry leader update. This week, we are looking at six proposed changes to the home equity conversion mortgage that you need to know about. These were proposed in the recent budget attachment for Congress. So don't miss that. And we'll see you here again next week.